Hello and welcome to Writing with Friends, your weekly chat about the best writing tips and tools for your current and future creative projects. I'm BJ Williams, a writer and scientist in Washington, D.C. And I'm Hillary Barnes-Martinez, a writer and educator in San Diego, California. Today on Season 3, Episode 6, we'll be highlighting the features and the challenges of a tool we think you'll find helpful as a writer. That's right. And the tool we'll be talking about today is incorporating music into your practice, having trouble getting into flow during your writing sessions, or maybe you're struggling to nail down your character's emotional arc over the course of your novel. In either case, using music during your writing practice can help. All right, let's get into it. Hillary, can you tell us a little bit about why music can be a great tool for writers? Sure, BJ. Some listeners might feel this tooltip goes without saying. They've already found ways to incorporate music into their writing practice. But today, we want to talk about music in two ways, both as a tool for focus and as a tool for inspiration. Let's start with focus. Hillary, how do you feel music can help us focus as writers? BJ, one of my friends from grad school has a distinct memory of walking into my dorm room while I was writing a master's thesis on feminist theology and listening to hip-hop on full blast. He was astounded that I could listen to music so loudly when I was writing, but honestly, I feel like that music was the thing that really pulled me through my writing practice most days, especially when I was feeling unmotivated. Now, about six years later, I have to say I have a really hard time listening to music with lyrics while I'm writing, but everything else is still the same. Most mornings, before I even put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, I turn on a playlist. And is this just a habit? Or do you actually think that listening to music while writing is helping your brain get into the flow? Well, in Gretchen Rubin's book, Better Than Before, she explores the practice of pairing. One example of pairing is taking your vitamins at the same time as brushing your teeth. Another example is listening to a podcast while you go on a run. Basically, by adding a new habit to an already established habit, or by adding a challenging habit to an enjoyable habit, you're more likely to succeed. One habit serves as the stimulus for the other habit. This is why some writers swear by writing in the same place at the same time with the same beverage every day. This rigidity of routine might not work for every writer, but I think for all of us, having some sort of stimulus is really important. We need to signal to our brain that it's time to focus and do deep work. Got it. Hillary, this concept of using ritual in writing really resonates with me as well. Personally, I like to use white noise or generic background music like chill beats or lo-fi playlists to get into the writing zone. But I want to get into the nitty-gritty. What kind of music do you use to help you focus? Okay, the first kind of music I listen to is film scores. There's a specific Spotify playlist that I love called Iconic Soundtracks. This playlist includes the work of composers like Hans Zimmer, John Williams, Rachel Portman, and Thomas Newman. I've heard other writers also love to listen to film soundtracks as well. And I'm thinking specifically here of the fantasy writer Sarah J. Moss. The songs are breathtakingly beautiful, filled with tenderness and sometimes with suspense. And they also have no lyrics, making them perfect for focusing on deep work. Some of my favorite songs are Earth by Hans Zimmer and Tennessee, also by Hans Zimmer. And anything from the soundtracks to Interstellar, Inception, 1917, or A Little Chaos. And we'll include all of these songs in the show notes. I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite albums for Focus as well, Recomposed by Max Richter, Vivaldi, The Four Seasons. 
Now, Hillary, let's get into the second purpose for using music in a writing practice that we want to discuss today. Music for inspiration. Right. So another way to use music is as a means of brainstorming. Specifically, I like to make playlists for when I'm iterating the characters and plot arcs in my novels. Basically, when I'm marinating over a new novel idea, I'll make a playlist for the novel's protagonist as well as for the central relationships in the novel. Let me give you an example. Let's say I was writing a sci-fi novel about a scientist investigating alien life. We'll call her Hazel. I would make a playlist with Hazel's name, and then anytime I found a song that captured Hazel's personality, determined, emotionally numb, grieving, I would place those songs in Hazel's playlist. And would you also make playlists for Hazel's relationships as well? Yes. Let's say that Hazel has an on-again, off-again romantic interest who is a spaceship commander. Their relationship is full of angst and also the receptacle for a lot of Hazel's grief over the untimely death of her late husband. So I would make a playlist that captures the mood of that relationship. Maybe Break My Heart Again by Phineas or I Remember Everything by Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. Ugh, I'm already getting excited about writing this relationship and it's not even a real project. All right, Hillary, rein it in. (laughs) I just have one last question. Doesn't this take a lot of work? Like, Who has time to make five or six playlists for a book that you haven't even written yet? BJ, this is a great point, and I think you'll find that even among the most prolific writers, there are a wide range of opinions about just how much prep you should do before you begin drafting your manuscript. I'm still figuring out where I land on this issue, but I will say that I do other kinds of prep besides making playlists as well. I'm sure we'll cover other novel prep ideas in later episodes. But the bottom line is this. Listeners will have to try out this playlist brainstorming technique for themselves and see whether they find it fruitful. For me, anything I can do to avoid that aimless, luggish feeling halfway through the first draft of a novel is time well spent. I also continue to add to these playlists throughout the writing process as I get to know my characters better and my sense of who they are and how they relate to one another continues to evolve. Great. Let's wrap up the podcast with our key takeaways about using music in your writing practice. Takeaway number one, music can serve as a helpful stimulus to indicate to your brain that it's time to sit down and do deep work. Takeaway number two, if you find yourself easily distracted by music, try listening to a playlist of film scores, which offer emotional resonance without lyrics. Takeaway number three, as you brainstorm a novel idea, consider making playlists for the protagonist's personality and the important relationships in your novel. You can keep adding to and editing the playlist as you write. If you try out using music in your writing practice, let us know how you like it by writing to us at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That's all for this week. Let's sign off with our current read. What is your pick of the week, BJ? The Knife of Never Letting Go by Patrick Ness. And mine is Catherine the Great, Portrait of a Woman by Robert K. Massey. Email us your pick of the week at writingwithfriendspodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And follow us on all your favorite podcast platforms to hear about more writing tips and tools. Thanks to Music Town for our theme music. See you next week.